Ein N. There once was a podcast in the great internet of internets. It was called Fine and Dandy. Muy influential podcast. Podcast. You have to remember, folks. Where there's a podcast. There's a fine and dandy. Hey, whoa, 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 okay. I say keep that up, and then you stop. Oh, it's because I didn't hear you. No, nah, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling it. I'm feeling it, but I'm not feeling it, if you feel me. Welcome to Fine and Dandy, everybody. This is your host, Josh Marino. <laughs> nah, just run it back. Uh, run what back? What are run we it back. back. What are we running back? In it for back? the people. Well, who are the people? All of the 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 people. What are we? Well, what are we, we talking the about here? You should run it back, dude. What are we running back, Danny? Hey, Josh was running a little musical number here right before this. It was pretty good. Yeah, I'll give it. Boots, 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 boots. Boots, boots. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. He was like, if he's Let's not going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to do it, and he's going to do it. In front of a live studio audience. <laughs> Two dogs. Let's get it started in here. A whole lot of a mess all over this apartment. Yeah, that's the beauty of having dogs is cleaning and then them destroying it. Yeah, well, I mean, they destroy shit. No matter what, whether you clean or not. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a cycle. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Fine and Dandy with our official sponsor, Doofles. I'm kidding. It's not. Don't sue us, Doofles. I don't. Sue us? No. I don't even know if they're in business anymore. I don't know what the deal is with that. Reach out, Doofles, if y'all yeah, are listening a, to this. We want our first uh, podcast advertisement. Yeah. Or and we want it to be Doofles. Awesome. No, you mean a uh, sponsor? sponsor? There you go. That's, that's the word I was looking for. You are listening to the first, uh, not the first. You're listening to uh, the best unofficial official podcast. You're listening to the best unofficial official podcast that includes any and all doofles bags. We got that market, that niche market. We got that locked up and sealed. It's ours. Yeah, dude. No one else can do it. You hear that? They could try, but it's it us. wouldn't be as good. We're doofles. We're you know, one. Doofles is on the show every week. Thank you, doofles. He's a proud supporter of the um, red pill movement. Nah, uh, we don't support. We don't. Nah, we don't. No, I know we don't. Doofles is on another level. That's why he's on the wall. Because you know, if he was off the wall. Things would be you could a say haywire. You could say he's hung up on some things. Am I right? He's, he's pretty hung ah, up on good. some things. Y'all got it. Y'all knew it. If he was off the wall, it'd be a little haywire in he here. Call him, Shout out to Vans. I was going to say call him Vans, dude. <laughs> Dude's off the wall, but he's not, dude. He's on the wall. He's more like a painting. He's uh, if a fly on the wall, if you will, but much bigger than a fly. He is fly on the wall. Look at him. He's Purple with all that blue and yellow and pink going on, dude. Feeling it. Mine's Doofles. Reminds me of like a little kid's like light up shoe. Oh, dude. I wish I had light up shoes when I was 
growing up. Them hoes seemed cool. You know what I always wished I had? Heelys, bro. Dude, same. I wish I knew you were going to say that. I, same. I never had Heelys. I had some light-up Skechers once upon a time, but I never had the Heelys. I never had the Heelys. I'm not going to lie, I hated them. I probably would have busted my ass a few times with them hoes, yeah. but also... Looking back on it, I wish I had them, but like at the time, I was like, "Those are fucking stupid." They seemed very stupid. I feel like that was because of the commercials that they would have. I also think it's just like when you're in school and you see a kid healing around in the hallways, you're like, "I don't want to be that guy." I mean, you don't want to be that guy because that guy gets beat up. I mean, honestly, still looking at kids healing through like the mall, I'm like, I don't why like this is. But it is kind of, it's kind of cool because they do like a little sprint and and they're just gliding after that. I think it's much less stupid than like seeing a kid on a ripstick. Just <laughs> oh, ripsticks were so much fun, but also the dumbest shit. <laughs> Why am I like? It's like a hoverboard, but you had to work for it. Right. You gotta like. It's funny because some kids are like, "How do you do it, dude? You just." You just wiggle the body. That's all it. And shit. And then you have those, uh, the new scooter, like hoverboard type shit. Our ripsticks, but it's a scooter. No, no, oh. like the new ones. That, like you know, Brad had one. You talking a about while. the, the like? Oh, you talking about the hover, like the one that you? One that, that you. Uh, yeah, it's hard to describe. <laughs> I was no, just I was say the one. one go back I was say the one like, Caleb busted his ass that. on. Yeah. 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 That he one. had it gone too. I was like, it's kind of hard to describe. It's like I was gonna no, say I know the one you can go back and forth with. Yeah, you could kind of do that with it. Yeah, but it, it's a le- like electri- electronically. Yeah, battery powered maybe. It's battery powered. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that um, shit was funny. He busted his ass. But hey, shit, if you're you drunk, had, you should not get on those. I don't, I don't advise against like it. Wild ass people on the top of like skyscrapers going up to the edge with that bitch like. <laughs> I would like, fall. Knowing me, I'm flying off of that building. I'm flying off. I don't trust my fucking reflex. I'm done. It's over for me. Stop right there at the edge. I would Fuck never. That, I would never do that. I used to. I used to do this thing called ripstick wars. I'm sorry. <laughs> would you hit someone with a ripstick, or would you like ride on <laughs> ripsticks as like in a jousting situation? <laughs> 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 Close. It's actually way more cringe than that. Um, you would start at opposite. It was a cul-de-sac. One person would start one end of the cul-de-sac, the person, and then you just catch as much speed. It's like wrestling, but you're on ripsticks. <laughs> you just like <laughs> grab on each other's shoulders. <laughs> and on the it's just like chicken. First one to fall off loses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly like that. So you gain speed. You, just <laughs> you know, you're like on the wrist trying to keep balance, and you're like. I got you. <laughs> Start choking him because you oh get mad. <laughs> nah, that never happened. I'm <laughs> I wish you were dead too. Not that he's dead or anything. <laughs> Dude, I remember like neighborhood shit. Like I, uh, honestly, I'd never like really lived in a neighborhood. I lived in a neighborhood for like two years, but I always lived off of like a main road type shit. I had neighbors, but it wasn't much of a neighborhood. Yeah, I lived in a, I, so I, like I grew up super poor up until the sixth or seventh grade and I moved into a middle class neighborhood. I'm like, I'm, I made it. We're out here. I'm rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the basic ass neighborhood. Not right. even like one of the, it's Bay Colony. It's like starter level. Yeah. Attention. I mean, for anyone who, I mean, that watches probably already knows, but like there's in, in Dickinson, there's a, uh, actually like a 
few of neighborhoods uh, based around Bay Colony. Right. Uh, and honestly, really, there are a few. Of yeah, them, there's yeah. a few different divisions. I mean, uh, honestly, just watch. It's that, funny saying uh, that, like it's a division. <laughs> just a, like a subdivision. Subdivision. <laughs> this subdivision of the neighborhood. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like that's the name, but when you think about it, that's a funny way to put it. I mean, honestly, whenever we're you divided, like, your division is not my division. <laughs> Whenever you see a subdivision on a map, it looks kind of crazy. Like it's you just see like this one it's plot a network of land of just fucking, and like yeah. just all of these houses that connect by like these roads and shit. It just looks wild, but yeah, not, they're like the know. most basic middle class, like lower middle class I houses. Mean, if you want to know which area of town we're talking about, just watch that Killing Fields documentary they just dropped on Netflix. It's actually like yeah, a long time cool. ago. I think no, they I did drop another one. Yeah, recently. Oh shit. Yeah. There was a uh, there was, oh there was a movie that came out a lot. Yeah, that time. movie came out a it's while. It's kind of ass. Yeah, there was a pretty recent documentary talking about it. But uh, yeah, we we grew up pretty close to that. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I think they were done by then. They retired. Oh yeah, no, this was in the the eighties, I think. Seventies before that, right? right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not, not part of the story. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Growing up, but growing up in a, so like growing up, so I still kind of grew up around kids because. Let's see. I grew up on like a street. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You remember the ones by the high school? Mm. Like the like it's like they're all named like numbers. So right. you got like 36, 35th, you know, 34. 20. Well, it's like 20. It's a bunch of just yeah, just numbers shit. and yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I grew up there. So you just like go streets down, and hang out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, there was a kid that got like hit and run while I was living. Like I was Damn. a younger kid, dude. Like oh, you see like the life the and shit. Where like it. every you know kid we grabbed our bikes and when you ride down to the incident, dude. Damn. Like just a thing of blood on the street. You're like, holy shit, this is yeah. nuts. Nah, you can't oh, survived. That's good. It was. Cr- it's crazy growing up on streets like that because they're all so close and all the houses they are, are kind of close. Everything's. I don't know, like I feel because like you're like gonna go a few streets down just to you know chill. And people shit. are less connected nowadays. Like even in small communities, like I mean, there, there are like a your, lot of weirdos out there now. I feel like there more are your neighborhood watches and your like community like conventions that people put together, but like. I feel like people used to be closer to their neighborhood than they are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to lie, though. So, I mean, so I was going to say, I grew up, like, yeah. So, I grew up on that street until I was probably, like, second grade. Then I lived in some apartments. for a little, I lived in a house then, and I lived in some apartments on, like, uh, Deets Road. You know, like, uh, where they got, like, Dickens of Pines, Dickens and Oaks. I think they rebranded it to Hollister Apartments or some shit. I don't, I don't know. Completely different ones, yeah. Um, so I lived there for a little bit, and uh, like of course you have kids, you know, you're in an apartment complex, you have kids, and then I lived in a trailer park for a little bit, which is on like a long road, and then, uh, basically there was a bunch of kids there too. You know what I mean? There was like one. It was like a, it was like sub. It was a weird because it was subdivision too. It was like really shitty ones though. But like down the street there was more that was like the same business that owned ours. They were all really really shitty. But it's like when I moved into the neighborhood, bro, kids play compl- is completely different, dude. It's like kids in the subdivision, it's like are completely different than the kids you grew up like on the street. It's a completely different vibe. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, not like so much different, but yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, like I had friends in, so that's what I'm saying, like, I didn't really live in a neighborhood, per se, but, like, there was people, like, basically, because I lived close to the schools, I would be able to see, like, friends after school before I walked home, or people would just come over after school and shit like that, 
So, like, the neighborhood was kind of, like, whoever wanted to hang out type shit <laughs> after school and shit like that. Yeah, you lived but right across the street, especially in middle school. Yeah, so. and so, that, so for me, like, I kind of didn't have, like, that community of, like, hey, like, uh, we're going to ride the bus home together and fucking walk to the house and just, like, hang out in the streets and shit like that. But it was more of, like, a, hey, if you guys have a ride later you guys can come over and we can play some basketball or some video games or some shit you know what i mean but neighborhoods are weird b- before like cars and shit like that this was like make sure your mom's coming later because i don't want my mom to have to take you home yeah that was what was cool about uh big colony though is like the everything like the neighborhood subdivisions are all kind of close you ride your bike everywhere you could ride your bike you literally just rode your bike everywhere cross street like it'd be like a couple miles down, you're riding that shit all the way around the neighborhood to get wherever you wherever you need to go. Ripstick there if that's what you right. you know you're vibing with. I wouldn't ripstick far, but <laughs> if that was your vibe, it was kind of it's kind of crazy thinking back to it though. Whoever what kids were in your neighborhood, you basically hung out with like all those kids. Yeah. Well, I mean, depending if you were social. If you weren't social, you probably did not want to go outside at all. That's, that's also true. But for the most part, you're like, who who lives in my neighborhood? You know? Oh shit. I hang out with you all the time. I have no choice because I can't go anywhere. I can only go really as far as my bicycle. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to take, you know, huge-ass bicycle rides. Well, because, like, I don't know about you. Like, for me, I had that, like, transition of going from elementary to middle school and really not knowing, like, anybody at middle school because like the people that like i went to elementary school i feel like everyone that went to like bay colony and silver nagel were like kind of like had their like that but everybody that was from hughes road i feel like was kind of like segregated not necessarily just like we didn't know as many people like at all like it was we knew each other and then we like tried to fit in with other groups and shit like that but i remember so, like, in December, at like, a few months after the school school year started in fifth grade, we moved to Bay Colony. So then now, all of a sudden, I'm on the bus with all these kids from my school. They live near me. They, they're in my community and shit like that. But I don't know any of them. And they all have these, like, years-long connections because they've all lived in, near each other for so long, playing in the streets and shit like that. That was such a weird experience for me, like, trying to, like, kind of navigate those that is weird i i mean i grew up and i moved quite a bit until probably like sixth grade when i'm of course when i moved to that house in bay colony and i was there pretty much until i graduated high school but I, before that i moved down a lot there was a point i lived in green k and i lived and then i would hang out with like uh like jacob and cecilio they lived like down the street so i'd right. go hang out with them and then whoever's in green k you know what i mean you're hanging out with all the kids mm-hmm. like everyone's different ages too like half those like dude kids all, way older than you Kids way younger than you, dude. Everyone's kind of mischievous. Not everyone, dude. Honestly, is really life like thinking back to it, like being a kid was weird. Just like when you move around a lot and you just hang out with like all those kids, dude. Like all the different personalities. Knowing whether right now, because I like to this day, I still kind of like interact with some of these. Yeah, people. like a good, a good por- Actually, surprisingly, a good portion. Uh, relatively, you know, like statistically speaking, you usually don't, but. Mm-hmm. Still a fair amount, and it's just crazy. Like thinking about all, how we were, were as kids, and how kids just interact with each other. Like we're right. kids are fucking vile, dude. Yeah, I mean, not just like vile, I, I dude. Don't know. Very it's, like it's hard because it's like you want to say like kids are vile, but it's like also 
it's a like a I mean, adults are like that too though it, well that but it's like a, a kids are kind of a, similarly not completely a reflection of their parents or adults that they were, that were around them when they were growing up so it's not as much blaming the kid for being vile but blaming maybe the environment that created the vileness that they're because not all kids are vile i mean you have your kids that are the people getting bullied not the bullies type shit yeah i'd also say that like i was so used to just being around so many different people you're able to like hold your own you know what i mean even if that doesn't mean fighting like i was never a fighter but like regardless like if someone says some shit you're able to like like, nah, I'm not going to take that. However, right. whichever way. Like, you learn kind of, like, how to mesh within this, like, right. system that is children within whatever different group that you're... Right. But that's the thing that's weird, is, as you I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, kids in sorry. general, like, they kind of work within each other, and they figure out who they like and who they don't. And I don't know, the scale of what that is is different, you know, for every area. Yeah. And that is so wild to me. I mean, it is because it's, like... It's entirely unpredictable. Like, it could be based off of your childhood. It could be based off of, like, honestly, it could go in either way. Like, when you're talking about, like, just, like, your childhood alone. Like, whether or not you like what your parents did for a living. You like If you s- saw your dad being an astronaut, that could lead you either wanting to become an astronaut or wanting nothing to do with uh, astronomy whatsoever. And why is that? It's not because... Of the job, it's not because of your father, it's because of your perspective on that job or your perspective on what that job did to your father, or what that job meant for your relationship with your family. Like, all these like factors come into you now have a perspective that's built on a lot of shit that you kind of can't control, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I th- it's weird too how kids will decipher where you are on whatever, uh. A spectrum of the uh po- the popularity scale mm. for what kind of where you lie on that totem pole it, because one kid could be l- the shy but smart also like somewhat popular kid you move that kid to a different environment it's the weird yeah, weird like kid the, you know it's the popular kid from high school that nobody knows at college well, that so could be it too. Yeah, you're kind of used to this like feeling of like, hey, there goes Tommy. That's Tommy. That's number twenty four for our football team right there. But I'm saying it could be that like, just anybody. There's people I knew that just you know didn't they weren't necessarily the most social, but they got along with everybody. You know what I mean? They were just very like I mean, just very kind people. Right. But those same people might not thrive. I think it's also you know if you grow up with a certain amount of people over time, people get to know you. Yeah. Get comfortable with you. Move to a certain area. People hate change. People hate change. They hate new new shit. If well, I don't know if it's about we're, like we're hate. animals too. So you know, I don't you know if it's about hate. It's more like fear. Like people are afraid of change. It's not like a hatred. You know what I, I think mean? it's a natural instinct. It's maybe. I mean, it, it's. It, I think it's just like the fear of the unknown. You know what I mean? Like this is comfortable. This is okay. Even if it's a bad situation, you can talk yourself into a bad situation being okay because you really don't know what else is out there. And that not knowing could lead you down a path of thought saying, well, I got to keep working this job because I don't think I can get another one. You're not applying for any. You're not putting your resume together. You're not working towards anything. You're just telling yourself that you can't get another one. So therefore, you won't even try and therefore get another one. But it's not that you actually can't. It's that you're kind of blocking your own blessings at that point, trying to say you want this, but stepping in front of your own way at that point and that's i mean i think also 
just in groups. It's not even just kids. I mean, adults do it too. Uh, for instance, where I work, you know, when I first started, I mean, most of the people had been there a while were actually pretty welcoming overall. You know, easy to talk to, get to know them pretty fast. Like they weren't rude or anything. Right. It, I mean, that helps you acclimate to your environment a lot better and, you know, helps build a, a community in which, like, everyone's a little bit more sociable, everyone's a little bit more friendly, you get along with people. Uh, You know, a lot of those people left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll say I kind of, I, I contributed to the, the way that it is now a little bit in the sense that I'm not super so. I'm social and to an extent. It takes me time to get to know people. I'm not, not the person that's going to extend my hand out first. I, I wish I was a little bit better at that, you know. Hey, how are you? My name's so and so. I'm not. I'm not that person. I'm not the first person to go out and just. Hey. I'm like halfway that person. Like I'm. You're better at it than I am. I'm that person, but I'm not always entirely intrigued. Sometimes it's just to make conversation and to like kind of keep things not silent because I have a little bit of ADHD and shit like that yeah. in those moments. But. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel what you're saying. I think it is a little bit difficult to navigate because you do have these comfortabilities in certain conversations so you could think that like you're coming off one way because you're so used like if between you and i like our cadences we're so used to each other at this point i don't know how i come off to you other people because i'm used to coming off the way that i come off to you type shit you know what i mean so like I could be in a conversation with Shelby or in a conversation with Lexi or someone else that, that, that is, I could be trying to have that same cadence and it wouldn't work the same way because it's a different person, different. Type shit. Yeah. Also, where I was going is just, you know, when newer people come in now, like when I started, people were a lot more welcoming. You know, mm-hmm. now new people come in. There was at some one point so many just new people coming in, you know, just got to a point where most of us, oh, I mean, how long is this person gonna last? Oh, type yeah. of thing, you know, just like ah. turnaround time. You know, you're, yeah. oh, you know, whatever. And I don't want to put energy into this relationship because either I or you will not be here. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So I mean, that kind of changed the environment, and just you know, it's that you see a new person and everyone's kind of looking at you, and trying to decipher what kind of person you're gonna be. Are you gonna be a good worker? Is are you gonna be good for the team? Is your attitude gonna suck? Yeah, what is it? And I think that also is, you know, any new but I think I mean adults are adults can be like this too, but also kids tend to be a little bit more uh up this alley is, you know, when a new kid comes around or whatever, for some reason it's I'm gonna give you shit, kid. I yeah. don't know what you're about or who you are, Slim. I never got what that is. It's it's not even like always adu- like older people or adults. It's sometimes just people that feel like they've been at that job longer than they should have been or want to have been. It could easily just be someone having a bad day and looking at you smiling. I'm saying just mostly like groups. So that's saying, that's what I'm saying. It's like with kids too. Oh, you know, yeah. you know, it's just it doesn't matter. And not just jobs. Just in general, oh, yeah. whenever you know you are already kind of established wherever you're at, you're used to the people around you. Something new kind of comes into that and shifts the attention, and everyone's kind of curious. And you know, it it's well, weird it's how like your your position mm-hmm. in whatever you know, wherever you're at on that scale can instantly change, which is why also some people start to be assholes because they see this new person come in and they're getting attention. People like them and maybe your position was, you know, hey, I was the guy that everyone, you know, whatever. And then now it's not a perfect analogy, but something that like I would like this is making me think of is like when you're sitting at a blackjack table and everyone at the table is winning money, right? The house is losing. Everyone's up. 
No one at that table wants anybody to get up, and they don't want anyone new to sit down. They want the same energy to keep flowing the way that it has been going. They say they don't want anyone to switch seats. They want the same shit to keep going because they've been winning money. Like it's a superstition thing. Oh yeah, but it is like kind of the same thing we're talking Someone about. Someone could sit like down completely shift if everything. If going completely comfortable, then anyone getting up from this or sitting down to this and adding themselves into it could completely fuck up all of our hands and turn the tables into the house's favor type shit. Like, whenever they t- whenever they told me that, I was like, I'll stay here for another three hours. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah nah. Growing growing up growing up in those situations definitely it gives you a lot of insight, a lot of perspective. Yeah, in, in, into just people in general, because every every kid's different, every every person's different. You know, I'm not gonna say I was the best person. I'd say I fell somewhere in between, uh, generous and an asshole. That's, Wait, that's I, a good I was, place to be, though. I definitely fell somewhere in the middle. 100%. Good place to be. I, I mean, caused mischief, but also at the same time, I was friendly. Yeah, I mean, but also could have been still a dickhead at times as well. In my opinion, I mean, like, there's, it's hard. I mean, because you're talking about like your childhood, so I mean, if you're listening to this, you have to at least be willing to date it. If whatever you're hearing is like, well, I wouldn't let my kids do that. It's like, well, you're not listening because obviously we live 20 years later from what we're talking about right now. But in times of change, society has changed. We live in a different world now. So if you're unwilling to date this conversation and say, I don't want my kids in the street running around with their bikes and seeing someone's blood on the, the street, it's like, well, yeah, I, I get why you don't. But it was still a fucking memorable experience, and you probably will never forget that shit. We were bad kids. You were experiencing life. <laughs> yeah. Being, what yeah. does being bad mean? That's, you weren't hurting anyone. Yeah, we weren't. You we might weren't. have been committing some petty crimes. That's but probably more so. Even that is, like, almost expected of young males, I feel like, specifically. Not to bring gender back into the conversation, but, like, specifically speaking, I feel like young males tend to get into some mischievous law-breaking shit for the most part not everyone i i get there's exceptions to the rule but i think that the tendency probably leans that way yeah definitely pushing some boundaries i definitely always knew somewhere somewhat of where to draw the line to an to an extent there was definitely times where there's definitely not you know that was dumb should, should not have, <laughs> should not have done that should have moved past yeah. that it wasn't not, not the smartest decisions but Overall, yeah, you're we right. We all have those. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. I think that's another thing is, like, whenever you do grow up, ah, you remember when we were kids, you know, it's hard to kind of remember that you get caught up in all this, like, you know you shouldn't be doing that. Then you think back, ah, oh, damn. I did know I shouldn't have been doing that. I was, n- like, or no, you're telling your kids, you know, hey, oh, you yeah. shouldn't be doing that. That's wrong. Like, you're getting, you're, like, really frustrated you're and angry. you like, I am a hypocrite yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am i doing? yeah oh shit i was doing that you're talking to your parents or whatever maybe in the scenario and you're, you're like that's wrong and then you're yeah <laughs> or you're just angry you're frustrated and then your parents have to tell you do you not remember what you made us this you is know? light you remember <laughs> what you had us doing you were way worse than you're this, sitting there this oh, is light shit. as fuck like, oh fuck maybe you're right maybe i should well uh, and then you, like, should i apologize to my kids right i don't know I mean, I I had the conversation with my pops the other day. Yeah, it was my pops. Um, told telling him like I'm not. Basically, it was like a kind of a heated conversation, and it came into the, like the point of view of him saying like, "Well, you'll understand one day when you have kids." 
I was like, well, what if I don't have kids? Why don't you just tell me so I can understand now? <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I mean, if I don't have kids, then I'll never understand what you're talking about. So either one, you can make your point, or two, <laughs> we're just going to sit in this Neverland of your point, maybe never landing. Damn, that is so <laughs> insane, though. You know, back in the day, that's something you would tell someone, you'll understand one day when you have kids. I was like, yes. Nowadays, you tell. Nowadays, <laughs> but yeah, no, nowadays, you tell someone that, and I don't want fucking. Either, and if I don't. Oh, so maybe we could just have the conversation we were already having. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want kids, Dad. That's too damn bad. That's too damn bad. I'm tired of Grandpa. <laughs> shit, that shit is. Real quick, uh, I, I know this is changing the subject pretty fast, uh, but I just I had to give this shout out, dude. Uh, shouts out to Mycelium. <laughs> I had to. Mycelium, mycelium. not his celium. It was just mycelium. on my mind. I, I, I get it dude, I know this wasn't a, a smooth transition here, but it just. Not my florium, mycelium. Dude. Fantastic fun guy on Netflix, though. Yes. Y'all got to watch it. It's about mushrooms, but, like, not just, like, of course they do touch it. I mean, you can't have a conversation about mushrooms without talking about psychedelics mushrooms. It's almost a tragedy if you don't. <laughs> because, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest. I mean, it's more agenda-based if you don't. Like, there's a reason you left that out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's important. But it talks about all the different types of fungi. Put them up. talks about how fungi is the oldest one of the oldest organisms on the planet earth all the different benefits of fungi uh the things that they can help with honestly blew my fucking mind i'm sorry it did it, it was insane dude and it made me think are we mushrooms we are mushrooms we're all mushrooms dude so you heard it here first um, mushrooms spreading our spores when the science finally comes out to prove it you'll have heard it here first mycelium my celium. My, not your celium. My celium. No, my celium. My, dude, instead of my ice, my veins are filled with ice, dude, because I'm so cold. My they're veins. They're filled with mice. They're filled with mycelium, you dude. Got rats in your arms. <laughs> they're filled with <laughs> mice, dude. Mice in my veins, dude. My celium, dude. Of, is that what of mice and men is about? It's mycelium. Of mice in my veins. and men. Dude, that would be a good. <laughs> honestly, someone should make a cover Is that band. A good take. There should be a cover band called Mycelium uh, of Mycelium and Men, and it's just a cover band. Well, not even a cover band. They just do fungi parodies. Like the three blind mycelium. The three blind myceliums. Honestly, I'm gonna start. I I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on this train. I'm gonna dive into a hole. Mice, mice, baby. Mycelium, mycelium, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Look, I'm going to dive into this hole Vanilla mycelium. of mushrooms. <laughs> I want to dive deep into this hole of mushrooms to a point where everyone... You should dive into everyone that hole on mushrooms. Everyone wonders if I'm okay. No, they're going to wonder what, why you're not a mushroom. Yeah, I'm going to level up. And then you'll have to tell them, well, I, that's crazy because I am a mushroom. I am a mushroom. And this is my mycelium. Feel my spores. My favorite part <laughs> of that documentary 
I mean, all the scientific facts were super cool. The end the was definitely got crazy. Insane. They did, yeah, they didn't have to throw the crazy visuals <laughs> the in there. Honestly, they were throwing. I kind of want to watch it again just for. They the were visuals. throwing some wild. Like, if you, going back uh, and thinking about it, they were talking about some scientific facts and just giving you the trivia. It was just off of fucking so many edibles, just sitting there like, holy fucking shit! I wish I was on mushrooms right dude, now. Dude, they <laughs> honestly they killed it. Uh, the documentary was sick, but it was it funny because he was giving a speech. Like this guy's a scientist, and he gives Ted. Paul he did Stamets. a TED talk. Or wait, was it Paul Stamets that you're talking about? Yeah, or yeah, was yeah. it Michael Pollan? No, 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 no. It was Not Paul. The bald guy, the dude with the cool hat. It was Paul, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. the guy that had the hat and was like laying in the there and he was talking about right. his mom and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That dude does like a bunch of speeches and shit and he was talking. Then this other dude comes and he's like, when he just gets passionate, you could just see the. You could feel the mycelium running through his blood or some shit like that. You could just feel the mycelium running through him. I'm like, the mycelium. I was like, holy shit. He did say like that, but no, no. When it comes to that part, it's fucking watch it though. Shit's awesome. I mean, I'm not getting anything for telling y'all, but honestly, fucking fun guy. I'm a fun so guy. I'm not getting anything for telling you. Yeah, this is sponsored by uh, Paul Stamets. This is sponsored by Fun Guy, because I'm a fun guy. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> call me a mushroom. I'm a fun guy. I'll call you mycelium. Because I'm a fun guy. Because you're a fun guy. Because I'm a fun guy. I had to give that quick shout out. No, okay. Back to the whole kids shit, though. I just had, oh I had to interrupt. It was like an inter- he interrupt this program for... If it, it was definitely one of those. Mycelium. The world needed to know how to throw it in there because I just watched it recently. It's on my dome piece right now, and I had to get it out. Yeah, dude, the piece of fucking dome, dude. Dome piece. Hey, shout out Colin Sexton for hitting a three tonight so I can win $75. I needed that. It was absolutely necessary. Uh, Merry Christmas. You won $75. He's rich. $75 today. It's to quit his job. I'm going to quit. Full-time gambling. I'm going to be a full-time gambler. Sports betting is where it's at, dude. Make no money and never. Just break even at all times and you'll never be broke. Never pay it. Never. What's it called? Uh, fucking cash out. Never fucking take your winnings and go home. You always keep betting, dude. Yeah, I used to work with a guy. Honestly, fucking hilarious. Who? Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> he would just like, no, no. It honestly it wasn't Vic. Vickers does do that. Steven it was Steven. Steven. It was Steven. 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 He's like, too. you never. He's like, you never cash out. Never cash out. You win out. money. You take that. You, you dump you, it right you back into bet bets. it again. <laughs> you double your money. He's like, do you cash out? No, you take it and you bet it again. I'm like, the move right. is to like set a limit, like whatever you put in, like just set a. He limit. didn't. He would. He was going a, hard at all not time. Not like a deposit limit, but uh, a withdrawal limit. No, nope. like if I get if I win so much, you pull that out, I you get lose. This account up to never pull 500 out. Five hundred. Never pull out. Or a thousand. Pull out game. Got to be weak. Whatever your metric is, you know what I mean. That's the point where you cash nope. out and you walk away. Never. You got to You got to know when to hold them. Nope. Every time you hold them, you're risking. Nope. Losing. I don't bet. I don't know. I don't. I don't gamble, so I can't. I'm (laughs) I'm not. Life's a gamble, am I right? Life's enough gamble for you. You just gotta keep betting, dude. You're like, you're like, holy shit! I have two hundred thousand in my account. You do have to. Let me bet all two hundred thousand right now. It's kind of like whenever you have to get to work and you bet that when you take your car, you won't die. Kind of like that. I'm taking that bet every day. That right. yeah, hopefully that that doesn't. I mean, happen. everyone's taking that bet every day, and for most people, it's successful. 
Jesus Christ, some, dude! Some, yeah, some you're cut off, dude. Fuck, some people dude. don't cash out. Right. This guy, bit. this guy is cut off. It's fucked up, dude. Just saying, life is a gamble. We're all gambling addicts. If you like living, life is. A <laughs> I'm a server. Technically, I guess I do like gambling. <laughs> is this table gonna treat me like shit? Am I gonna get paid any fucking dollars today? <laughs> yeah, fucking am I walking in? Is this table gonna want to make me kill myself? Let's I, fucking you know. Am I walking out with less than a hundred dollars on a twelve-hour shift? Find out next time. <laughs> yeah, I work twelve. Yeah, twelve uh, hours for less than a hundred dollars. Maybe <laughs> it's happened. It it has. It has happened to people. Yeah. Hey, but it's for the love of the game. I don't do it for the money. Am I right? I mean, I used to tell myself, I've probably said it on the podcast before, but I used to tell myself when I w- walked into work, like, and it's it was one of the things that, like, kept me, like, able to get through the shift, but, like, I just had the understanding that at one point throughout my shift on the on the floor while I was serving, uh, I was going to get disrespected at some point. Always, yeah, no. It's either a customer, it's a coworker, manager, shit, I've gotten disrespected by someone on the phone that called in. It it's it's happened so many different ways. It's unique every time, and it never makes sense. But it's just part of the game. No, I've definitely had people come at me for something. I'm like, what do you want me to do about this? <laughs> this is not my fault. Half the time, it has nothing to do with me. And all the things that like it, it like not to make <laughs> this about that, but like all the fucking times where someone complains about something that came out the kitchen, you're like, I put it in correctly, ma'am. I'm Doing the extent of my job correctly, ma'am. <laughs> and uh, honestly, the thing that used to be a pet peeve for me is someone that would order something, be sure about their order, and when it came out, it'd be like, "This is the wrong." That's absolutely what you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people don't know what they order. People don't know what they want. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts. I think I'll have an old-fashioned, ma'am. Do you like boozy drinks? No, I hate. I hate boozy drinks. I love sweet drinks. So you're not going to want an old-fashioned. I think I'll have an old-fashioned. You're not going to tell me what I want. All right, ma'am. We'll get you an old-fashioned. Oh, you get them and they hate it. <laughs> they fucking hate it. You're just, I fucking knew it, dude. Fucking knew it. Are, are they order something and then you bring it to the table. I didn't order that. <laughs> and you're like, this is what you said. Like, no. Absolutely and then the true. person next to him is like, that's what you ordered. Like, I was, that's what I ordered. <laughs> I fucking swear to God, dude. This just makes you just sit there like, I could throw this. (laughs) I could throw this across the room. Fucking people, bro. People really just don't. Hey, not all of you. You know, all I'm saying, have some respect for the people around you sometimes. Serve your servers with good tips. Yeah, also be kind to them. It, you don't have to be, like, super over the top. That's annoying, too, sometimes. Just Honestly, be decent. if you're tipping really well, no, you don't, don't have to him. be nice. You don't have to do <laughs> If you're tipping really, really well, you don't tip- have to be that nice. You don't have to be mean either, dude. I, don't I know. mean, you don't have to be mean, but don't be mean and tip shitty. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, the, that's like the average, though. You know, If, if they're shitty, you know uh, half the time you're like, fuck. As someone who is a server, if you tip me $100, I promise you I would not ac- care about the disrespect that just occurred. Oh, no. After, <laughs> after that $100, like, all right, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, ah, I guess it was. You're only here for an hour. I'll, 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 I'll get over it. 
That's rare. That don't act. Don't if anyone if you're listening, die. I don't want you to think that that is ever like that. Is hardly ever the case. I can't remember the last time that happened. So don't Fair. don't believe that that is uh. It's, it's a normal thing. It's that not. Definitely not. Definitely happens every single. All right, day. let's talk about it's the. Not to you. Let's talk about the real shit, dude. Let's get down to fucking the nitty. business. Time to crack the the nitty gritty, dude. Dude, you gonna hit the gritty? Have you hit the gritty? I haven't hit the gritty, bro. Yeah, dude, you gotta hit. The, I hit the gritty before every podcast, dude. Even though the gritty was the not, gritty even though the gritty wasn't made podcast. back in the day, I, dude, I hit the gritty. You got a gritty, dude. I have a one with uh, Ian, my coworker, dude. We started. It's Gridco. Gridco. Yeah, dude, you we gritty on him. Uh. Nitty gritty, five hundred company or nitty gritty. You know what I'm saying? On its way up there. You know, it's the going public soon. Uh, instead of like a McGriddle, we give them the McGritty. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah uh, <coughs> that's what we do. We you don't want it, but it's what you get. You get what you get, and you don't complain. What's and that's saying? the model of Gridco. You don't forget. No, what's I hope the there's no place called Gridco. You get what you get, Quit. you don't throw a fit. This. God damn, dude. I was like, what is you get what you get. I must have quit. <laughs> if the glove does not fit, you get what you get. <laughs> I'm like an ass. What the fuck? Nah, anyways, getting down to business. We're talking about the real things that matter here on the Fine and Danny Unofficial Official Podcast, dude. Official. We're getting down to the real n- nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real shitty gritty. But, uh, so, I don't know if you noticed, Josh doesn't because he doesn't pay attention to that shit, but I don't. the red pill movement has been a big talk of the town amongst just social media, tons of podcasts, they talk about it all the time, and honestly, I think a lot of them just always try to overanalyze every fucking thing all the time. I, that's one thing that annoys the fuck. That's, that's one thing, everyone tries to overanalyze it and try to be like this fucking genius about the subject how funny would it be if like right after you say that like we just started overanalyzing <laughs> <laughs> always overanalyze it and i just start throwing out fucking big ass fucking words just like i know what i'm tired about the dude. precipice of this conjecture nice. <laughs> all right yeah if I, anyone said that i would be like you're a fucking idiot i'm not <laughs> someone said the precipice of the, the conjecture of this conjecture has been <laughs> <laughs> absolutely actually i'd probably hang Heinous out this crime i would have to hang out with them cuz even if they were a dickhead they'd be funny and <laughs> uh, at the very least, I'd get a laugh every time. Just well, I thank you. I'd be like, all right, not you. <laughs> not you. Anybody else, though. Uh, nah, so, the, you know, the if anyone doesn't know, the Red Pill community is this whole, you know, uh, the idea of toxic masculinity or any, you know, anything of the sorts is basically tearing apart, you know, men. It's it's taking away what it means to be a man. And they the society doesn't want us to be a man. That's what they don't. Society? Sai <laughs> Is it Ia Bob Sai Society Society is what they don't want I can't do it dude. Society <laughs> Sorry bro He doesn't want you to know Wait bro He he don't want you to know Nah it's alright I guarantee if someone a British person does an American <laughs> accent it'd be way better. Oh yeah, absolutely it always is. Why is it that British singers like whenever they sing 
they sound American and then like it sounds like perfectly clear. Honestly, though, what would a British person sound like? Say, uh oh, hey, everybody. So then, what's the charade? They learned how to sing in America just because it sounds uh, good, and no, they like go right back to talking. Nah, language is just like your draw. So when you sing, you know, it's just like the way like your tongue meets your fucking top of your mouth and shit, like how you, like you draw I mean, your tone do out. Spe- sing in other languages. Yeah, I mean, I think like like that's why like when. You know, rapping specifically, like you can hear like the British accent a lot more, like UK and shit. You can hear that's true, but like singing, it depends on how you're what you're singing. If you're singing pop music, I don't like, some voices do like Adele. Sometimes you so can hear it, like it. Not the, really. Like that, the when you're singing, you're hitting notes, and accents don't necessarily come out in those notes. It more like the accent itself only comes out in like words. But if that word is hitting a certain note, it might not like show itself. Maybe because I mean, when when you think of what like people like. Bono or fucking Adele, fucking, uh, Harry Styles, fucking Ozzy. Ozzy. Nah, he wasn't British. He just that guy just fucked up. He on wasn't a, British. I don't. I'm, I'm not pretty t- sure Ozzy Osbourne is British. Is he? Dude, <laughs> he was just fucked up on a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only thing anyone ever ever knew. <laughs> It's fucked up because that was like one of the first few people like we capitalized on him being fucked up. Just oh, yeah, absolutely capitalized. I was bitch, yeah, bloody hell, fucking jish. He's not British, so that's got to be like the best like British character. <laughs> uh, it says English, so I'd guess that means he is born in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm an idiot. Br- wait. You do be an idiot and shit. Doobie doobie, an idiot. Wait, which shit. Birmingham is this though? Alabama. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it says Birmingham. Yeah, no, he's from the UK. Isn't it crazy that like a lot of yeah, cities yeah, yeah, yeah. The West Midlands in England, <laughs> not well, Alabama. He's just, he doesn't oh. give me Alabama, Birmingham vibes. <laughs> All aboard! <laughs> I'm on the, the crazy train in my heart. I don't know though, cause it, like I feel like there's different dialects of like country accent. Like I feel like there's your like Louisiana hick accent. Oh, dude, southern accents can get wild. But that's the thing though, like southern accents almost are British. Like it's almost like when you think when you hear like dirty oh. British and country accents, it's like nearly the same. I found out, well, not found out. Well, actually, kind of found out. But it was I was listening to a podcast and they just like kind of skimmed over it. The idea that the Australian um, accent. Stems from uh, babies picking up on their drunk fathers. Like, basically, it was, like, an English accent that was then, like, slurred because the, their fathers were drunk and they thought that's how you were supposed to speak. That'd be awesome. It's real. That's As a real thing. Over time? <laughs> yes. Ah, Bobby, Dobby, Barbie. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's fucked up, yeah. Nah, dude. It's funny because it is English, but it's not. It's its own dialect. It's it's it is English, mm. but it's like also. I don't know, dude. They like, also have a uh, Aborigine over there too. Mm-hmm. But like, it makes me think of like how poor uh the American education is because whenever I think of Australia, I just think of like a kangaroo speaking with an Australian accent, fucking hobbit. Like kangaroo really, Jack. I think, I think of kangaroo Jack. 
but like the whole island of Australia is <laughs> just people like doing adventures with fucking wild animals and then talking about it in a fucking bar. I mean, <laughs> Australia is just it's same thing as like here, you know, just with I mean, not no, I know. not I'm yeah, not like, it's crazy though when you think of Australia you just think of outback. You think of right. the outback at all times. But like the right. thing is like that's not. Australia has city. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Australia has those fucks though that live probably in like the country of Australia, those are some weird fucks. I know it for sure. It's got. I'm not be. taking anything away from that because every weird country place bumpkin has is weird, weird. Pl- people type. I mean, shit, you people know? that live out of the country are always weird because they don't have a bunch of people. Like when you're not around a bunch of people, yeah, you can be as weird as you want without fucking. Cr- it's kind of the uh, the isolation kind of has an effect on you time as well. Oh, shit, if I was by myself, I'd get away. With- God damn, I'd be yeehaw. Wee! You know what I'm saying? You fucking, you're hunting for your food and shit. You're like, I got them. And it's just you and your kids. Your kids are going to, you can tell them whatever. And who the fuck? No one gives a fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And that's why the kids turn out like that, too. I mean, I'm not condoning a lot of that, but I understand it. I mean, I understand it, too. My point was it was just funny that the accent comes from, like, drunkenness. I mean, doesn't, I feel like that's probably most of them, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. Probably a good handful. I don't, I don't know. You know what's crazy is Louisiana, though, that's like, that's a that's a wild one. That's a wild Hard to understand sometimes. Oh, dude, unless, like, super swamp fucking yeah. speaking motherfuckers. Go down and take a lever, and then you're going to see a rat, and then you're hitting the bar, and you're going too far. What the fuck? But they get it. If you speak that shit, you're like, oh, no, nah, dude. Oh, yeah, I nah, I'm from that. like... L- Kind of insert spaces into someone's thing, if that makes sense. It's a lot of mumbling too. It's like a lot the of mumbling and a lot of twang. run-on sentences yeah. that like kind of compound together. They're not necessarily compound sentences. They are separate sentences, but they do compound together a little bit. And like it's hard to understand if you don't find the periods and punctuate the word. Yeah. Also, the twang makes it hard as fuck to understand yes. half the time, <laughs> dude. That's just like. Now, all right, anyways, but yeah, so the red pill movement essentially is, you know, you're taking away the masculinity away from the man. They don't want, you know, they don't, society, society, what was it? Society. 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 society but, uh, scary. <laughs> <laughs> they essentially don't want the man to be the ma- what the man's supposed to be. They're taking away what it means to be a man. You know, fucking. Eating meat and fucking hunting. Not really hunting. Fast cars. Women. <laughs> I don't know what a fast car. Women make men men. Is that what you just said? Dude, that's their. Uh, dude, that's kind of weird. Like, it's just like they have all these things they say, but essentially it comes down to money and women. Like, that's, I mean, that's the what ju- it seems like. Yeah. That's what it comes to. Like, they have all these things. They're taking away what it means to be a man. And then somehow it comes down to money and women. Being super successful. Like, the Liver King, when they found out he was a liar and a fucking fraud. Well, I mean, he... I mean, he does eat, probably yeah. eat a lot of... His regimen's... No, I was going to say, I mean, he's always a fraud. <laughs> yeah. His regimen's still pretty pretty solid. Like, working out. Like, he still ha- you, you still have to do workouts and shit to get that build. So yeah. You don't just take the drugs and it forms your body right. in that way. But theoretically, also, you could have... I don't want to get into it because I don't know exactly the specifics, but you could have like ab implants. You can have fucking um, a lot of like fat taken out, yeah. so certain things look toned, like more toned. It's funny as so fuck. It's though. like he is 
he does have a good regimen. He is working out, and he yeah. is eating well to nah. a degree, but he also is having surgeries done and also is having yeah. also, a lot of – Yeah, also, because he was like, I do have a lot of money in the sense. thing because he was talking about something. He's like, I mean, I do have a lot of money. Like, Fuck you, dude. It's just, you know, it's people that have a lot of money that are trying to tell other people that don't have a lot of money, this is what you do. This is, this is it's, it's like I mean it's all the get rich quick schemes. It's usually scams. But it's you know it's I mean? you know in a different, it's get rich quick, but disguised as something else. And half of it's not even get like like Liver Kings wasn't get rich quick. It was more get fit. Kind of a get rich quick for him. Yeah, not for like he's not selling. He was selling you know getting in health like healthy shape and getting a nice body and getting ripped. I mean, so it's the same thing. It's like get ripped quick. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like it's selling a product that is n- not something you could actually sell and acting like they're you're the person that knows the fastest path to getting to that product. And then I mean, then you have people, you know, Andrew Tate specifically. I don't want to go there. <laughs> but, you know, it, he's still po- he's still popping up, dude. I mean, he's good at marketing. I'll give him that, you know, just keeping his name interested. I mean, all you got to do is talk shit these days, really. But, you know, and where he talks about the Matrix all the fucking time. And then, you know, they don't want me. They, this is what you don't want you to know. Here's a link. Click that link and I'll make you a top G. <laughs> right. Bro, what? What are you talking about, dude? Why do I need to click a fucking link? Look, every, all you need to do, figure out what works best for you. It's, we've said this so many times. It's different for everybody. Working, you know, having some kind of health routine to, in, to a degree, it's going to help you out. It's yeah. tough to do that. Figure out what, like, start small, do shit like that. Fucking, if, if reading's gonna help you, if taking certain courses, not shit ones, you know, that they're offering. Right. But actual courses run by, you know, legitimate professors and shit. Correct. Take actual, like, stuff that's gonna help you get where you need to go. I mean, it's not, a, like, a fucking specific... Everyone wants to drive fast cars and have women, I guess, or in, a, in a men's point of view. But my, my point being is that this whole idea is always either just... It's two sides. Either people who really hate the movement, you know, everyone who thinks they're above the Andrew Tates and thinks they're above fucking Liver King, you know, and thinks they have, oh, they this whole fucking anti, it fits in that whole anti-establishment movement too, you know, people, same those same people who hate Andrew. Kind of, but. Well, most of the people that really, hate Andrew yes. Tate and hate Liver King also hate on people like Lex Freeman or Joe Rogan. But, That's fair. But I, how can you even put all of them together? I'm not saying you have to agree with everything. Either of those people say, right. but to let all those people, it's just that this whole idea is either your extreme hate against them and people, anything that associates with something like that, or you extreme for them. And it's this whole, well, it doesn't even have to be a position on them. They've become so, so polarizing as people. It's a like movement. It's whatever you like, regardless of the movement, just like these people's personas have become so polarizing that you could not even really have a point and just say one of their names and people could start demonizing you as a supporter or a hater or whatever the case may be you could literally not make a stance on one of these people talking about and still be seen as someone making a stance that's right people that we're talking this is where i'm at so i've seen a lot of people recently especially you know go on twitter post uh about Andrew Tate and Trump basically saying it. If you follow any of these people, I'm unfollowing you. I just did an unfollow cleanse and you know, I cleared my uh, cleared my followers of all the people that were following. You know these people. 
Who cares? I mean, can we talk about like the fact that I don't care. None of this shit matters. That's where I'm. I'm like, I don't give a f- look. I don't follow either of those people. Am I gonna go through my followers? I don't follow politics, but I know for a fact that if Trump runs again, he's probably gonna win. More than likely. And so, like, I'm not someone who thinks that we have control over this voting shit. I'm someone who kind of understands that there are bigger powers in play than just the idea that we can create a third party and make it make it all make sense again and we can all make america fuck none of that shit's real bro people are just trying to make money and we are the people that they make that money off. that's 100 <laughs> percent. it just doesn't it's funny because it's just everyone puts their energy into if you're fucking if you follow that i'm on unfo- dude who cares do you think though do you think those people give a fuck Honestly, it's, there's ridiculous, ridiculous shit on both sides of it. No, that's what. I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's ridiculous shit on both sides of it because for the same amount of people that are out here saying that uh, if you don't support Trump, then you uh, you are obviously fucking. What's the word I'm looking? A slave for? to the matrix. Slave to the matrix. Like you're giving into the government. You're doing like you're basically like a a fucking pawn to the a greater establishments fucking chess you're not a free type thinker you're, you're type not shit. a free thinker but if you do fuck with trump then you're a racist and a misogynist and all these things and it's like this is a person we're talking about a person that represents a fucking uh what's administration isn't the administration he's doing almost no work behind the scenes oh, he's no. fucking tweeting drinking diet cokes and fucking finding new ways to be silly but that's about it he's not doing he's not on the front lines finding new ways to draw up policy and finding new ways to get it through congress and the house he's fucking meeting with kim kardashian to do pardons which is cool i appreciate that i'm pardoning people that are like in wrongly in prison, I'm with that a hundred percent. I like the project type shit. Like all of those people are wrongly in convicted for crimes that, should definitely be. That is definitely though. Like su- that is some that simulation is ass shit. Kim Kardashian meeting up with Donald Trump. To be, probably the only <laughs> notable thing I could say that Trump actually did that I care about. Don't support him. Don't care about him. But I know that if he comes up on the ballot again, Biden's not beating him. <laughs> like oh fuck no, dude. That dude's losing all votes. I'm just saying, it's fucking silly. We're, we live in a silly time, and people put all these expectations on, like, it should be like this. It's, it maybe should be. But that also, that's your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was leaning more. Yeah, I was, I mean, for sure. I was leaning more towards the fact that, mo- like, how these guys are leading a whole movement, but also they're not really leading. I, I get because yeah. people do look up. It's weird because people do get on the internet. They look up to him, you know, and they, they inspire some of the youth. And that's it ex- sucks. Ex- that's to be expected. Yeah, though. it does. I mean, it's not that much different than kids having no guidance and still growing up with you know I nowhere mean, I, to, I had no a, outlet. I had a question like not like a question. It was what you know those questions that you have with like in your mind where you're like I can't ask this because it sounds stupid but it it kind of does have like a deeper meaning behind it type shit like i was thinking to myself i was like when do people stop being impressionable like people talk about how how impressionable kids are it's like well at what age do you stop being impressionable 
do you ever stop being impressionable or do you ever like when does that mark does is is it an age marker or is it a maturity marker is it a a life experience marker when does when does that moment hit where you are no longer as easily impressionable does that make sense yeah because we we always talk about how kids are super impressionable it's like well maybe you are too motherfucker (laughs) 100 percent. i mean to a smaller scale, as you get older, for not for everybody, but for like a fair amount of people, you know, you're still gonna be inspired, or you know, right, gra- like maybe grasp encouragement for from certain people. But you do have like more of an inclination to like have resistance. You know what I mean? Like I'm not as easily gonna see someone like a Superman on Saturday morning and be like, oh my god, look, there's my hero, or some shit like that. You know what I mean? I m- I might have questions or yeah. some resistance to say like. This maybe this isn't real or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you could break things down a little bit more and have like a a m- less of a suspension of disbelief than when you once once did. Yeah, shit. I mean, because like when does that moment hit? It's weird because it's they say it's more for kids. At some point, there I think there's might be different points for different people because there's right. going to be a certain point when you come out of childhood because you know you've experienced a lot more, so there's less surprising experiences as there were when right. you were learning. I mean, and then there's still a point, I think, in adulthood where we're still figuring things out, so you're kind of getting adjusted to what the real world is, and for some people, they don't ever really get to experience a lot of any of that, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, they go into adulthood, and they probably still just think, oh, these people, this is the right way to do things, because what's going around me is kind of what I'm given, and kind of what I've been given my whole life, so they are probably still... Well, I think it does depend on your environment and how it goes. Also, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I do that a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny. It's funny. <laughs> you said, I was like, it's like, have I been saying it? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know what you mean. No, but <laughs> it's fucking uh, the. It, it's just weird because it's this idea that these people. I mean, the kids are impressionable, and there's also people our age, going back to what you yeah. said, that are, are impressionable by these things. But people it, older than us that are still impressionable. Impre- yeah. People that are in their seventies that are being impressionable yeah. by like politics and things like yeah. that. Oh, like especially that. I think it's weird religion though. Religion and things like that. How the idea of people trying to say that we're losing what it means to be a man, or whatever. You know, I don't know. The idea of what it means to be a man, it doesn't, like I was telling you, I think there is a balance in any household or whoever you're around, like masculine and feminine energy, you know what I mean? Uh, Or what we label as such. Energy is energy, you know, we put labels on whatever that is. And the idea of masculine and feminine energy, I think there does need to be a balance in whatever there is, you know what I mean? Too much of one thing or too much of another, I think might not be as healthy. Because in any household, you need someone, like someone who, if not both, I think both parties should be able to somewhat be able to fend for themselves or be able to take care of the family. You know what right. I mean? It just so happens our traditional values, the man is the one who physically goes out and does stuff, brings home the food, you know, or it goes like hunting or, you know, defends the family, whatever that may be. And then mm-hmm. the mother figure is, of course, the one that nurtures and raises essentially the kids, you know what there I mean, looks are, out for them. And it's like we we have these like inclinations say that and I'm not trying to come off as someone who's transphobic because I'm gonna say what I'm about to say, but there are gender roles whenever you're talking about like a family orientation. Like there are a role that like that's why like single parent households do have like struggles in the development of the kid. Not just because uh sometimes the parent has to work job so they're not around as much, but because that 
kid is being deprived of of the having that, but that, the mother or the father. That goes back. I think it's not the role. Because, uh, I mean, that role goes, can be filled by the other parents. I'm saying I think it's more it, of like the ma- what we what we label as masculine and feminine. I, I think it's more that than what it is of I like a gender role. Saying, though, you know I what I mean? I do think that those... Because you could have whatever case may be, if you have that balance in the household, someone right. who is more of a masculine energy, you know what I mean? Defending, like going out, it, it, whether it's, it could be the, the man could be a feminine ass fucking dude, you know what I mean? Right. Who's with a masculine ass woman and the woman is the one that goes out and takes care of shit. I mean, it's going to be, the kids are going to grow up like thinking differently than what we view as whatever. Right. But I think they'll still grow up productive because they have someone who's defending the fam- the household, someone who's going out and taking care of them, someone who's showing them right. how to be a sturdy human being, while you also have someone who's there to nurture them, take care of them, someone who shows them how to get in touch with their emotions. Right. It's just those two sides of and that. So, you know what I mean? So Rather what I mean than, that is, than like, isn't that the 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 dual parent household has to be like a uh heterosexual relationship that's why i said single parent households have struggles with yeah because there are there are gender roles in a like raising a household family and whether you say that it goes have can be flip-flop that is true you can have two men in a a household raising a child one man one man can bring on the motherly energy and one man fatherly but still you have a dual household and regardless of what those genders are being uh, what's filled? What those gender roles are being filled by? Whether you're filling that role, that role was a motherly role or fatherly role. When the mother tended to be female because they were giving birth to the child. That's fair. So it's biologically just speaking, the gender roles comes from a motherly fatherly thing, and that stems from an actual biological thing. So if uh, not to go down that road, because I honestly don't have a opinion on it. I mean, I want everyone to have live their truth and be the person, best person that they can possibly be, without society dragging them down in any way possible. Yeah, I don't. I have n- no like inclination. But my position on it is, is that like, if you came up in a single parent household, you typically have a harder, not because just because of the absence at home, but also the certain roles that you aren't being filled. It's also, uh, yeah. I mean, and that's in any case, whatever role is right. not being filled. Yeah. That's and I mean. that's, that's that, yeah, that is also, that's, I mean, that, I guess that is why some people try to say, you know, people are growing up weak and I don't think, I think it is to do with a lot of us working and stuff, people being away cause they're at work and are like, you know, those that balance not being there, or you know, someone because a lot of us didn't grow up in in a way to where we learn. I think the weakness thing is just more of like a. Uh, I mean, like weak when sensitive, you know, people where no, they say like I more know. sensitive, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, that, but that's what I was gonna say. That and I'm glad you said that because that makes my point a little bit better. It's like I think the weakness thing is kind of stemming from like having all of your problems solved for you. Not all. Everyone still has problems, but you no longer have to hunt for your food. You no longer have to worry about getting sick because. And that meaning that you die at 17. You don't die from the flu as much anymore. You don't, I mean, obviously there's cases, but you don't, there are new developments every day to solve problems that you no longer have to solve as a human being ever again. Some of these things will continually be solved for you always now because of certain institutions that, yeah. that are established. But and I get it. I get why, where the traditional views do come from. You know, back in the day, like predating even you know m- like modern civilization mm-hmm. back when people were you know still hunting for food and shit mm-hmm. like you would ha- like a lot of tribes and shit you had to be prepared for war 
You had to be ready to defend your your livelihood at a young age. That's what you had to grow up fast. You had to go out there. You had to be able to provide for your family in whatever that case may be, whether you're going out and getting berries or whether you were a hunter. Or, you know, and then it, the fact of the matter was it, we based off of women. A lot of women did go off of who was going to provide for their family better. Mm. You know what I mean? You're getting the strong, powerful, whatever the case may be, uh, hunter in the village. Maybe you're getting a prince, like not a prince, but like whatever the leader of the the tribe is maybe potentially right. if that's the case or uh the king the i don't you know any type of person I mean, in power at that point for me like going off of that is, is like honestly it makes me think about like how much of an echo chamber we live in because there are people to this day that live in hunter-gatherer societies in certain parts of the that is true so like i mean even with the society that we live in and that's monitored at times as we've gotten fucking going to space fucking electric cars all these different like things that we think we're elevating on there are still people on this same planet as us that are in what thousands of years ago by our by our terms of like when we were uh, a hunter-gatherer yeah. society so like theoretically speaking it's like how much are we just in our own heads you know what i mean how much do we are just like cycling our in our own echo chambers and i get it you know i get see this is that's why i wanted to bring it up is because t- there's always people on either side. I think there's different fits for everybody. Some people do like stronger, you know, bigger type of people. Some people do like more feminine type of people. It's just the problem with people that hate or are for that thing. They're so on e- either side of it. They're blind to the fact it's, yes, okay, there was a point in time where we, our purpose was to be ca- like n- not caretakers more in the nurturing factor, but, you know, you t- you're there to take care of. Your family, right. or possibly the village, right. you had to be ready at all points in time. And like you said, our problems are taken away now to fill this void. It, it, it's weird because as a man, regardless, like you're gonna have that feeling. It's that instinct in you. It's hard to just get rid of years of fucking genetics just like well, that. You know, it's like, also get hard to get rid of society. Like society is built in certain ways to make yeah. you think you have to do like a schedule. Schedule never existed in hunter gatherer societies. Well, to a degree, they did, but not like I mean, timely. Not really. It wasn't timely. No, it was woke just up on a. I mean, they woke up on a schedule. Like they like it was a kind of a same time every day type of thing. But it, what I'm saying is that they weren't like all right at three o'clock today. We're yeah. gonna go out on a uh-huh. hunt and we're gonna get back at six and then uh, we're gonna try to cook everything. Have everybody to bed by nine. We'll be up by six yeah. in the morning. Get another hunt done. It's mostly like get done by the no. time the sun goes down. Exactly. Type of vibe. Yeah. You rise with the sun. You uh, connect with everybody before you go out on your hunt or your gathering uh, route or whatever. You come back. You bring back everything that you uh, were able to do in that days of work. You share it with your tribe, and then you move forward into the next day. But, like, that, what I'm saying is a schedule in itself is a societal thing people can't break. Yeah. I, I got to be there at this time. It's like, no, you think that you do because so that you can get to your next place on time. Get to your bed on time so you can wake up on time so you can do this on time but it's like none of that shit is real none of that shit is an actual existent thing you're just telling yourself you're in this societal cycle that you have to do this yeah i have if i won't if i don't then i'm not going to get enough sleep and then i'll be all tired all day tomorrow and then i won't be able to work like you're in your head about some shit that doesn't exist yet right yeah i mean yeah. I, I think that goes back to if you really get a jump on things you can create the idea is to be free and create your own schedule Right. A schedule that works off of just however you feel fit during that day rather than let me work off of this schedule that's unrealistic, that's really unproductive when you think about it. It's funny, too, because 
Andrew Tate's whole thing is, uh, you know, go against the Matrix. But the fact is, he's like make like making it. Oh, fuck, I, I go brain dead so often. It's fucking. I mean, I, see, I think he idolizes. He idolizes like car, yeah. fast cars and women, and you know, getting rich and getting swole and be able to do this and that. You know what it means to be a man. It's like that is exactly what they like. That's the whole. Thing. That's the matrix. That's what they're selling you. That's what yeah. everyone's selling you is you want to be rich and fucking be able to do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, I think the idea of being a man, don't get me wrong, is partially, of course, you do need to kind of have that quality of taking care of the things around you. But that's any adult. That's right. anybody. Right. You should be able to take care of your business as well as the your loved ones around you. And even, you know, hopefully get to a, a volatile point where you're able to help your community. Right. That, as any human being, should be a thing that we kind of work towards. That altruistic energy yeah, of being able to help ourselves, then the nearest people around us, and then on a larger scale, you know? Mm-hmm. Working towards that. And that's anybody. You know, if you have a family, what your job is to protect. It doesn't matter whether you're the mother or the father. And it's that's dividing true. those roles amongst each one. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just, we get so caught up in this is what it's supposed to mean. It's, don't get me wrong. And to a degree... Yes, you should take care of yourself. You should take care of your loved ones. Right. You should work on all that stuff. You should work on just improving yourself. If money's what you want, work towards that. But not every—that's not what it means for everyone. See, what's what's weird for me is is that like, whenever someone gets so worked up about their thought process or beliefs or systems of thought on your life, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I believe in God. And in the Bible, it says that people shouldn't be gay, so therefore, I don't like gay people. How did you get to that? You know what I mean? Like, you believe in God, so your beliefs are around this. So now that's going to lead to action. How did, how did you get there? How did you get here? This is a, a belief system. You are in knowing whatever. If you're a Christian, you know there are other religions. You know there are other belief systems. It's fear. You exactly. But what I'm saying is, it's like that, like that weird thought process that leads a person to put their belief systems. Say that you can't do this because I believe it's wrong. It is funny. I what? This is where I'm always kind of at a cross path. Like it's that's how you say that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I go brain dead sometimes. My bad. Crossroads. Crossroads was what I was definitely uh, trying to say. Thank you, sir. Uh, it was a long, it was a long day at work. Not really, actually. I got out pretty early. Yeah, yeah. But this is I don't know. We didn't say this, but we haven't done a late night podcast in a while. This is like our. This is the first time we've done like a late night, late night podcast in a long time. We used to do them all the time. Uh, we do them earlier in the day now since we, you know, we're, we're adults. adults and shit, yeah, yeah. So we used to do them all the time, but now we don't really do them. So this is definitely different, a little switch up, but it, you know, still awesome. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a vibe for sure. For Late sure. night latte, dude. <laughs> have some, have some good, you have a, whatever. All right. <laughs> Anyways, fucking is, uh, like in that skit with fucking Shane, uh, Gillis. Gillis. So I was like, could you imagine having a fucking MSNBC dad, dude? You want a Fox News dad. <laughs> Not entirely, but part of me gets it. You know, someone who's going to help you d- to defend yourself and fucking that, that manly man who's just like, I'm going to teach you how to use tools and fucking fix your car. 
Those people are imp- I didn't have that. Right. Those people are important. You fucking get able to take care of yourself is fucking awesome. But then also on the other hand, it doesn't hurt to have someone who's like, I'm gonna teach you how to cook and do all that shit too, you know? I hear you. Uh but I like they don't have to be what I'm where I'm at is that just goes back to also just, you know, taking care of yourself and trying to be a I'm, productive member of society. I'm a perfect perf like not a perfect example, but I'm a big proponent of like who the fuck cares? Like, do what you want, man. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. don't fucking hurt anybody. Don't hurt yourself. But outside of that, why should we have limitations? I understand why we have laws. I don't understand why we have limitations. What is the limitation that you are setting upon yourself? What is the limitation your job is setting upon you? What is the limitation? Like, there are people in certain jobs that are told not to work so hard so that the re- reports don't look... Like, you know what I mean? Don't rock the boat type shit. It's like there is limits in these things that we have in life while people like Andrew Tate will talk about how you can live a limitless life without talking about how difficult it is to break out of the fucking matrix. That I mean, he does say that sometimes. But though. he doesn't. He says it. He doesn't talk about what it means for an average human being to actually do that yeah that's true. it's nice to have nice cars it's great watch dude cool cigar i'm really feeling the energy that you're br- giving dude, off that shit is but so I still funny have though. to go clock into my 12 hour job 12 hour shift job and i still have to pay my alimony and pay my child support so you telling me all this shit about how i can just lock in and change my life Thank you, but that's not a path to success. That's just fucking beautiful words that are put together in a sentence to drive a soundbite to get some views so you can sell your shit and make more money to buy a fucking jet. While I will dream of having a jet and will never even see one. I'll never even see one in the distance unless I'm seeing it fly across the sky with a fucking trail of smoke that's destroying our environment coming off of it. And just like, it's just absolutely, you're just like sitting there like, all right, so I have to listen to these people talk about this shit because it's all over the internet. It's said people are sending me videos. I have to, it's the first thing on my feed. It's like, all I have to do is sign into the internet just to have shit thrown in my face that I'll never have money like this. And it's, it's not that you really won't. You really could aspire to come out of a technology or a industry or whatever you, you put your foot forward and actually come out of. You could get a jet one day. Who the fuck knows? When but, shit happens like it all the time where I know people who just, I just invested money and that shit blew up. Right. I mean, not saying it. Once again, that's not going to happen for right. everybody. My point is, is that like whenever you're having these things thrown in your face every day, it's a lot harder, f- not necessarily a lot harder to work for them. It's a lot harder to actually have that like dream, like in my opinion, because it's, it seems like it's, it's kind of like a, an analogy to where like if you're a fucking, uh, if you if you're like a pitcher for baseball and you just like your fucking coach every time you go into practice is just sending you videos of just MLB pitchers just you're not him you're not him you're not him that's how you're yeah. not him you're not this guy hey keep working but you're not gonna be this guy this guy's going this guy's getting paid two hundred sixty million dollars not you <laughs> you know what I mean it's like it's it's that weird energy of like look what I have you could have it too but I know that's not why I'm doing this. <laughs> it's like what do you really want? We talk about the time, just go back. Yeah, what do you? Because you look at all that stuff. 
and you think it's going to make you happy because of all this other shit that makes you feel like that's what you're supposed to do to be happy. Once again, you know, okay, what do I, what does it mean to be a man? A lot of us lose that because we don't have, the, we're not doing the same shit we were doing thousands of years ago, it hundreds also, of years like, ago. It helps you, like, have no appreciation for what you do actually have. Exactly. You have no appreciation for the things in your life because you're constantly being told what you should want. Or what you should have, what a man should be, what a man is in society, what a man has been across history. It's like, what? I'm sorry, I must have missed it. I know that they like talk about it in detail, but I must have missed the idea that we have all of the. Yeah. 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 that's what there is and that that's because you know that's why the traditional people are like i had to do it it's like that sucked dude this like but the thing also was that you could work a nine to five and afford a house you can't even do fuck that shit i can't even do that now you fuckers it's kind of like that um, you can but like not i mean it, not the same it's kind of like the idea that like uh there's no ownership in the future type shit like everything's rented out and leased out and shit like that even your most Precious services like Twitter and Instagram and all the things that you've used over time to build your business and build your brand are now going to be, be at cost so that these businesses can continue to make profits even whenever there's no more uh, ad campaigns and things like that that they can actually run because at, people are getting their ads in different ways now. If Whether you're talking about like Neuralink and shit like that. like Once you get to that level, like... I don't know how much ad revenue these companies will be able to make if the ads will just be going directly towards that technology. Just thinking about it too, it's it's funny because people talk about how people with a lot of money and shit tend to be less happy. Think about this: when you can get pretty much anything you want for the most part, if I surprise you with two tickets to go to whatever, you're like, awesome. Right. Like you're like, oh, thank you, but it's not like. Uh, adverse to like if I we both know we're both broke as shit. Right. And I was working my ass. I'm like, holy shit, you got us tickets. Right. What the fuck? Right. Let's go. And then both of you enjoy the fuck out of that shit because you're like, dude, I'm not gonna be like, and that's a moment. That's like a moment right there. That's like yeah. something that's a core memory. Adverse to just, I get whatever I want. Yeah. I and everyone aspires for this shit. And the thing is, you know. What can I do to get more money instead of what do I enjoy doing or what's something I can work towards and make shit happen? I can still put like, but th- once again, what's the work you have to put in to get there? Right. Dude, I think of, I want like following so many aspiring like musicians or I don't know if you can call them DJs, producers. I would call them musicians. Producers. Some of them play instruments. So musicians. Is that what defines a musician? I think. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. These days, I guess a producer would still be a musician. I don't know, honestly. Sound coordinator, dude. Fuck out. The point is, but how uh, <laughs> a lot of them talk about like how hard it is to even just get good at the craft, and on top of that, market yourself. It takes a good five to ten years to even get anywhere you'd like to be. Most place industries, That's yeah. Fucking yeah. You try grueling over this shit day in and 
Nayo, you have to enjoy what you're doing to not quit and keep doing it. You people think they just that's their job. You need a second job half the time. Yeah. To provide for the job you're not making shit on. Like you have to treat it like that's your job, but also still have another job that is your job. Right. And that's that can be like mentally grueling, like in the way that like you can start losing focus on one or the other one pays your bills so you can't lose focus on that and the other one is paying your future so you can't lose focus on that either but as soon as you start taking your pulse off one you start putting it on the other and you're like oh shit i don't know how to manage that you know what i mean it can get really squirrely because a lot of people end up either losing their jobs because they're putting too much focus into something else and that's not the end of the day end of the world you know what i mean you can find another job but it does it's a setback nonetheless because that you do have to set more focus into work life now that you no longer have money coming in uh but on the flip side a lot of people lose track of their dreams and give up and don't do their art or whatever they create and just if i had a million at 60 i would call it successful fuck it yeah what the fuck that's what but that's the thing is everyone just gives up people give up by the time they're what you know most times like this is my life now whatever you can still hit a million later and be a millionaire Mm-hmm. And say honestly, I mean that's not like that much these these days. But I mean, a lot of us don't get to see a million, you know. Yeah, a lot of us still wonder what a million would be like. Well, I mean, we broke it down before, <laughs> uh, but I mean, the way that I've thought about it is is that um, success is, I guess, what you kind of put it put your mind to. It's not always going to be monetary. It's not always going to be. Uh, like achievement based it's not always going to be value based but success does matter you know what i mean in whatever field you're in like you don't have to be a millionaire you don't have to fucking be top number one chair top g what's the what what what's the well that's like very like world renowned in new york um juilliard um you don't have to be the first chair at juilliard type shit um, in whatever instrument you play, you don't have to be the best on the market, but to be able to isn't Juilliard a dancing school or acting? I don't know. Juilliard's an acting school, I think. Is it? Yeah. There's one that's a music school up there that's really famous. I don't know. You'll find it. Um, but essentially, you don't have to be the best at whatever you're doing. You just have to do your best and give respect to your craft to the point that you feel successful in whatever you're doing. Whether that's music, dance, art, podcasting. <laughs> Berkeley. Ber- no. Berkeley's for sure a huge fucking... It's not the one I was thinking. Berkeley's a fucking huge music Does Juilliard not have music? I'm pretty sure Juilliard has music. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Uh, it says Juilliard, yeah. All right. I thought well, Juilliard thank you was for like correcting a, me for no reason. You uh, shit. You're welcome. I was thinking Berkeley. Berkeley was for sure the one I was thinking of. But Isn't that in California? No. Berkeley's in Boston. Oh. I was definitely not what I was thinking of at all. Like a Juilliard. But, yeah. Um, my point was is that uh, at any point, you don't have to be the best at what you're doing. You just have to do your best to the point that you feel proud, you feel successful, and continue doing it. I mean, it's uh, it's the idea that, like, if you if you do anything long enough, you'll become a master at it. And if you master anything, eventually you can monetize that mastery. It shouldn't be what you are in it for, but... At the end of the day, if you cook every day for the rest of your life, eventually you'll know a lot of recipes. Uh, was it? I don't. Who was it? Wait. 
it was like the quote, like, if you find, like, think about what you would want to do with your life if money didn't exist. Right. Oh, that is Alan Watts. Is that, that's yeah. Alan Watts. Find out what you would want to do if money didn't exist and just do that until you're good at it. Right. Basically. I, th- I think that, like, that's who I was quoting because I think he talks about, like, once, when you're good at it, you'll be able to master it. And once you master it, you can. Like not, he didn't use the word monetize, but he he said I think he said you can support a business off of it or something like that. I don't, I don't remember the exact quote. Yeah, it is almost, yeah, but it's yeah, it's just like find out what you would do. Honestly, I, that quote sat like I think I saw a quote first when I was like thirteen or fourteen. That's just sat with me forever. I mean, because the idea is is that money already doesn't exist. It's made up. It's yeah. just we you know we surround ourselves so it blows my mind every day because it's just. I have to reevaluate what matters in life. Right. Every day. I mean, you, it, I have yeah. to take back and I reevaluate what my priorities are and what matters in life at that moment because it's so much bullshit. But again, that we believe that matters. That's a part, part, portion of like the societal like cycles that we're stuck yeah. in. You know like what I mean? Like, what is, some people just be complaining or tell me that I need to do something. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Right. This shit doesn't matter. Like, it yeah. does matter to an extent, on I guess, in the grand scheme, but not, like, you know what matters? My relationships with the people around me. You know what matters? Right. It's loving, the, like, not necessarily just what I'm doing, but enjoying the moments I have. Mm-hmm. You might not get another one. Yeah. I saw a tweet today. I don't know how true it is. I saw it a couple times, actually. We only have 600,000 hours total, average, in our lifespan. Not that it doesn't like when you put it like that, it doesn't seem. I mean, it's a lot of hours, but it's finite. Yeah, it ends. It does. Comes to an end. And your hours are just counting down mm-hmm. as time goes by. That movie, fucking in time, in time with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Timberlake, <laughs> dude. Uh, it's a dope concept. I mean, it's kind of fucked up, but I mean. Dude, Arrival was a fucking dope concept. I know it's completely different, like, vibes, but... Definitely different vibes. Just the idea of, like, time. definitely different (laughs) concepts, but... uh, Both about time, regardless. Well, the concept from In Time was, uh, like, when you're born, (laughs) you have, like, a countdown type shit. Yeah. So your 21st birthday, I think. 25th birthday, I think, was. Yeah. And the currency in the world is time. So... I believe it's the you work for more time, you time for services. I believe that like that was the concept. Yeah, I mean it's kind of what we do it's now. It's kind of a fucked up concept, but it's kind of a crazy like concept. It's kind of it is kind of what we do now. I mean, you you aren't being paid seventeen dollars an hour. You're being paid whatever you would accept for that amount of time. You decided seventeen dollars an hour was acceptable your eight hours shift and the thing is too i mean with inflation and shit even like in the movie you know correct it's you're getting because the inflation happened in the movie where things costed more right so you're not getting paid any more time but this now costs extra time extra time right so but the thing is in real life as things get go up in money you're working having to work hours for the same for the same services and goods right because that price goes it's fucking ridiculous correct and that's what I'm saying is like I mean we we insert money into that equation, but it 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 is the reality. Like whenever you're spending a thousand dollars on a new iPhone, you're spending that amount of time that you it took you to earn that thousand dollars. That is what you're spending. You're not spending a thousand dollars because that doesn't exist. 
that's not a real that is thing. Cra- it's a crazier way to put it. It's a it's a wilder uh, way it, to think about it. Almost about like kind of gives you in like why would I get this? I spent all this time. Kind of gives you a little <laughs> bit more of an appreciation for. Well, two things. It makes you think of <coughs> the appreciation that people have for the things that they buy with their own money. Yeah. And it makes you think about the people that are given money and don't earn it. You know what I mean? Like, p- if I pass down my money to you, kid, I'm now <laughs> passing down the time that it took me to earn this. You did nothing for that time. Almost you like wasted time. My time. It's not necessarily wasted because you can use this to do whatever. You probably will waste it because you don't know what it means to have it. But beyond that, it's kind of a crazier concept. You're literally like passing down your spent time yeah. to another person. But I think about life like that a lot. Anyways, just it's weird because I'm all. I feel like I'm every like not everywhere all the time. Which I, I mean, some people could consider it wasted. Uh, it's just like. It was the homie's birthday this mm-hmm. past Monday. And he said, some people said it was too far. It was the homie's wedding a few couple weekends ago. And he, he used to say, some people said it was too far. It was an hour and a half for a wedding. Right. Motherfucker. Shit. I would have drove four hours for the wedding. Five right. hours. Shit, I would have flown if it was somewhere. I would have prepared. You know right. what I mean? I would have been there. See see the homie get ma- like married? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or just like the homie's birthday. He invited me. I'm not saying. There wasn't like that many people there. And he's like, yeah, some people just said it was too far. It was like 45 minutes. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's out of the way. It was a Monday. I, I get it. You know, it's tough. We're getting older. It's a whole thing. But People it's just. Bitches. Yeah. I, that's, it's just weird because it's just, for me, it's these moments we have with each other that is important. I always have time to spend time and make moments with people I want to be around. Like, I don't, right. I don't give a fuck. And it's just some people just don't have time for anything. We've said that a lot, yeah. too. It's just, I, for me. The moments that we have and the moments that we're able to share with each other are more important than mo- mostly anything, dude, because that's all we have. Yeah. All we have is these moments. Yeah. Like, when you look back on life, what do you look back on? I mean, not to, like, get, <coughs> like outside of what we're talking about, but I, a thought experiment I like to toy with is, like, the idea that if we are all God's children, then we are, like, a descendant of what you would call a god. At that level, if the creation of the universe was just this godlike being creating the universe out of loneliness, who's to say that we aren't particles of this god mind, brain, embodiment, whatever it is (coughs) necessarily, and our pure purpose is to fulfill that creation? Uh, reasoning, which is to no longer be lonely, connect with each other. We are all part of the same being that our only existence, our o- the meaning for our existence is only to experience what it means to connect with one another. Nature's so random, it's not random, if that makes sense. You know what right. I mean? Like, it's like, it, like it's a, we say a lot, chaos is the only true form of order. Mm-hmm. It's not chaotic, though. It's the na- It's nature. You know right. what I'm saying? Nature runs accordingly. Mm-hmm. It all flows together the way it's supposed to. Like well, it has a natural flow, and we, for some reason, go against that shit every fucking time. Like it's easy to go against it. You know what I mean? And maybe that's because of some other things we've been talking about, about like societal things, like people that are in control of certain things, place things in certain places, so that you do get distracted, or so that you do get off path or off course from whatever you should be doing. 
You know what I mean? But it's so easy to scroll on TikTok instead of doing your laundry. But it's so easy to fucking just chill on the couch and watch football instead of going to the gym. You know what I mean? Like, there are things in place for us to bypass th- the things we should be doing. And those things are so mainstream that they seem normal. They seem NFL Sunday ticket. Get your get your NFL Sunday ticket because Sundays are for the NFL. It's, no, they're fucking not. <laughs> but they have such a stronghold on the market that yeah, they fucking are. A lot of businesses t- t- like sell have wing deals or pizza deals on Sundays or beer deals or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like there's. There's a market built around a market because society has just agreed upon that market. <laughs> it's like like uh the companies that come and go that like a uh, fucking kiosk at the mall that sell uh phone cases. Like that is a market built around a fucking market. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have just all agreed that we have to have phones. Therefore, we have to have phone cases. <laughs> I still don't have a case. People get I don't on, have one either. But people it, get on my ass consistently, and that for that very reason, fuck you. I, I, <laughs> if my phone fucks up, it's my fault. I'm not going to get one because you told me to get one, and I haven't had one for over a year, and there's no cracks in my fucking, I'm not going to no cracks in my fucking uh, phone. Well, my shit is super cracked. <laughs> but <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. My shit is super cracked. But I still don't have a case. You know why? Because I'm anti-establishment, baby. But you own a, is that, but I own a phone and a computer and all these things. But fuck, like, but fuck the establishment. I enjoy nice things, but fuck the shit that makes me feel like I gotta buy it. I enjoy being paid, but money isn't real, and fuck capitalism. I mean, I don't enjoy. Like, it's not the payment that gets me. It's like, oh fuck yeah, I get it's to live. I can do. I can exist, I can eat, that's I can drink water. Yes, that's more so, yes. Yeah, I can sustain my body for a little bit longer to get through this. That's, that is the one. That's what Because, I mean, it's, it's all we're, that's all we're doing. We're just getting through it, man. Every, uh, yeah, it's just fuck. getting through it, man. Fucking mycelium. We're just getting the through my- it like Rob Dyrdek in a okay. glass door. Good one. <laughs> Good one. Fucking throwback if you've seen fucking Fantasy, Fantasy Factory. Factory R.I.P. Big, dude. R.I.P. Big as fuck. All right. We'll wrap it up there. It's been a great episode. Had a lot of fun. Thank you for tuning in, you guys. You're a god. Tap into your god mentality and be a god. Sign Joshua Maria. You can do it, dude. Let the mycelium flow through your body, dude. Doofles. Let the fungi and the mushrooms Incorporated. Doofles Smurts Incorporated. Like a theme song. We'll fi- uh, we'll come up with one. Like, like theme song. Is this news for breaking breaking news. Doofles. We interrupt this program for live Doofles Entertainment. Lovely. Alright, thank you guys. Love you guys. Tune in next week. Hopefully, we'll have one for you. Y'all stay beautiful out there. Show some compassion. Show some love. Keep one for you. Yeah, show (laughs) some love. Show some compassion. Treat those around you with some respect. Keep pushing towards your goals and have fun out there, guys. You do it. Take care. We'll catch you next time. Have fun.